Hello and welcome to episode 185 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Jonah. I'm Steve. And I'm Bill. That was nice. That was nice. We yeah. we didn't talk about that, did we? <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even not, rehearse it. We're just going no. off the cuff today. That's all right. <laughs> that, was, that was not as painful as, as I was expecting. <laughs> like virtual paper, <laughs> rock, scissors. Yeah. You go, you go. Yes, yes. Well, uh, before we get into the show, I, I just got we got to address the elephant in the room uh, real quick here. Icebreaker moment. Quick thoughts on the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock slap situation. Because last time we recorded, we did talk about the Oscars and did not think that was going to happen. It was the day of the Oscars, wasn't it? Yes. It was. And I I remember saying how I don't like awards shows. I don't think anything interesting or exciting ever happens. Yes. Uh, And then... (laughs) So it's your fault. It is. is my fault. I take full responsibility for Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Dude, that was crazy. Uh, I I was seeing it with my cousin Eddie, uh, Joni, you know Ed, and uh, oh yeah, we were just both both like, what just happened? <laughs> the whole night yeah. we couldn't even focus on the rest of the awards. Sadly, I mean it really robbed a lot of other people. Getting poor Questlove, you know, he got up there afterwards. Luckily, he was meditating, so he didn't even hear most of that what was going on, and wasn't you know taken aback from it. But man, what a what a bummer. Like, of all people, I, I never would have thought Will Smith. I mean, I don't know how everyone here likes Will Smith, I, but I'm very shocked. It, it doesn't surprise me, given that his wife is probably yeah. one of the biggest, most toxic sociopaths in Hollywood. But, <laughs> yeah. um, be honest. Know, at, be honest. At this point, I mean. Yeah, you tell may, us how you really feel. You made the comment to me, Josh, like, see, this is why you should watch the Oscars. And I think I made yes, the comment. Yes, you never, never know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, I don't know. At this point, it's been talked to death. I know. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. Um, I think the the biggest thing for me is that, one, why did they still let him get the mm-hmm. Best Actor Award, like, five seconds after that? that was yeah, it was stupid. strange. Um, it was like an abusive relationship. Daddy calmed down and yeah, <laughs> he got a gift like, and he was very thankful for it. <laughs> like, it's okay. Here's your award. Don't have a tantrum. <laughs> um, I think the uh, the biggest thing from this whole situation that makes me just absolutely disgusted is uh, Amy Schumer trying to make it all about her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I so I missed that. How is How is the potato trying to make it about her? <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, first of all, she she said, oh, the slap really triggered me. I'm like, okay, what doesn't trigger you? Mm-hmm. When they're out of hot glazed donuts with Krispy Kreme? Oh. Um, but, uh, what triggers me? No, then she, she went on, like she said, there was uh, some jokes that she couldn't say. Like, there was a joke she was going to make about Alec Baldwin. And yeah, and I'm glad they vetoed that. Like that. That was poor. That was really poor taste, I think, because a woman died in that situation. You know, aside from what you think of Alec Baldwin, that's really fucked up. I don't think that's funny at all, but that's just me. But, you know, like she does with every situation, like Me Too and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. she has to put in her two cents and be like, hey, look at me. I'm talking about it. I'm relevant. Well, she supposedly stole jokes, too, and she's saying, well, I'm I'm already funny. I don't need to steal people's jokes. I was like, I wouldn't say that, but okay, whatever. A little cocky there, but okay, could be a joke itself. But yeah, it, no, it, but yeah, it's just crazy craziness. But of course, um, it, it's pretty much done with now. You know, it was going to be 
a lot of talking going on with the academy, like what they're going to do. Uh, Will resigned from the academy, and then officially yesterday, academy abandoned banded him for 10 years. So he'll be back in his 60s, so hopefully divorced. Yeah. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a big Jada fan. I think that joke was very tame, and Chris Rock didn't even know she had that condition. But even so, it wasn't like a cancer joke or anything. You know what I mean? It just felt no, like, I mean, what the hell? Will, Will even laughed at it. Which is so fucked up. Like, yeah, what the hell's going on, man? You gotta. He has to prove himself because she's still in love with Tupac, I guess. I don't think that uh, anything that Chris Rock said was no. nearly as offensive as what Ricky Gervais said. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, he ripped into everybody, and like nobody got up there and slapped the shit out of him. No, 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 they didn't. Man, he he's can... amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. I, I've watched that. I still to this day go back and watch that, and I just laugh my ass off at it. But. Well, you know, I was ta- I was talking to other people about the whole situation who are kind of on Will's side in the moment anyway. But I'm like, you know, when I was going bald, people made jokes. I didn't I didn't assault them. It bummed me out, but I got over it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like she still looked like she had hair. Like I don't know, she looked like GI Jane, and that's kind of an empowering film. So don't even fucking understand how that. And she said before the show countless interviews that she's accepted her her situation and all this and yeah. wears it proudly it's like well if you wear it proudly then you should just shrug that shit off will should have just talked to him after the show you know it's like wow and then he partied that night which is just so fucking psychotic to me but i don't know it was just yeah, weird i i know like even in my own household there's people who are on will's side yeah where they're like yeah good for him for standing up for his wife i i can see the point there but I think it also sets a, a dangerous mm-hmm. precedent for Very comedians, much so. yep. generally speaking, yep. uh, to where if someone if someone does not like what they're saying, they feel that they have the ability to simply assault them. Yes. And I, I don't like that right. Um, right. aspect well, of it at all. And all of her bullshit about like, oh, this is a season for healing and blah, 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 blah. After like, the fact. <laughs> I, I don't think that will would have done that if he hadn't have seen jada's reaction yeah like if jada would just been like smiled and been like yeah that sucks but okay yeah just shrug it off i mean really yeah, yeah. yeah. Act, act like you're not upset you're an actor right right exactly you're a terrible actor but you're an actor she's more so upset exactly. with she's more upset with that than just like cheating on will with a with a her son's friend yeah. like fucked up shit she you know airs everything on the you know out in the uh, their business out in public, you know, and yeah, and there's been new video. I I think Will's just, I don't know. I feel bad for him. I do. I I think, yes, he should have been punished for what he did, but yeah, I do also feel sorry for him. The, the only way I'm on his side is that I know what it's like to be in a relationship like that. Mm -hmm. And I think he's a very, there's a lot of like stuff under the surface that he hasn't quite come to terms with. Right. And maybe that was just kind of his tipping point. Yeah, it was more than just the joke. Yeah. It was something else, like repressed rage. The thing that, that I respect about it is, you know, no no person is perfect. I've made terrible mistakes in my life. I haven't. And have acted, uh, you know, have acted impulsively at times. Yeah. But he's taken, you know, full accountability for it. His yeah. apology that he released, like, the following day, I, I felt was incredibly sincere yes. and you Absolutely. could tell that he really regretted what he did Absolutely. Uh, and he's taken full accountability for his actions and so 
I, I can at least respect and give him, you know, a little bit more of the sort of benefit of the doubt that he knows what he did was, was mm-hmm. wrong and he's looking to make amends. Yes. So, yep. Well, so kudos to him for that because he could have he could have doubled down mm-hmm. and just continued down that path of, <laughs> of aggression and I'm a bad boy yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. but yeah, he, boys he for did, life. So. <laughs> that was a joke of course uh, Chris Rock he you know he came out on top himself he's he's just not addressing it you know like a lot of people bought more tickets to a yeah. stand up show and then they were like bummed he wasn't going to talk about it but it's like he already planned that well, tour and he's doing he's doing the right thing I think. Well, and if, if anything, it boosted, I mean, the ticket sales for his yeah, it did. Yeah. comedy tour went through the roof. But, I, you know, to his credit, though, like, people in his first show since the Oscars were, like, chanting, fuck Will Smith and stuff like that. And he's like, no, come on, guys. It's yeah. All right. Like, yeah. Right. It's I done. think it's over with. I'm not, I don't hold any grudges, whatever. That's good on Chris's part. Right. But... Most of us understand, like, things at home aren't probably great. Um, he just wrote... An autobiography, which is supposed to be really good, called Will. I'd still want to read it. You would think he kind of came to conclusions in that book about, you know, everything he's going through. But obviously, there's still stuff that needs to be taken to the red table, if you will. And no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, hope not. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's a bummer because it was a good part he won for, right? King Richard, uh, the film King Richard. I didn't yeah, see which, it. I mean, it was- yeah. It was a good film. I mean, he right. he definitely deserved the best actor for it. I just don't think that like they needed to give him a platform after acting like that. Yeah, I think yeah, there was a lot of shock and awe what what was happening. And I guess supposedly the law enforcement asked Chris Rock like, "Hey, we can we can go arrest him right now if you want us to." Um, a lot of people joke yeah. and say, "Well, you don't usually ask the victim if you should arrest the you know perpetrator," but. Yeah, I get it. It would have been a whole fiasco. I don't know. It was just, I think they're going to definitely have new protocols because, uh, you know, shit has, has happened like this before at the Oscars. Just it wasn't televised. Uh, supposedly when Marlon Brando won his Oscar for Godfather, the Native American woman came up and accepted it or declined it, I'm sorry, and then made a speech about he was protesting how Native Americans were betrayed in Hollywood at that time. And I guess John Wayne wanted to actually physically assault that woman. <laughs> And they, they held him back, but you didn't see it, I guess. So there's crazy shit out there. We just don't know. But yeah, Will Will Smith uh, finally brought it to the brought it to the table. I guess, I guess my last, my only question really at this point is, why a slap? Why not? A punch I th- I honestly or... thought it was a punch when he when it first happened. I thought it was a punch. I was like, wow, Chris Rock took that very well. But yeah, that, then yeah. yeah, I was like, holy fuck. Uh, a punch is really more of a personal like we're gonna have a fucking fight mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm intending to knock you the hell out a slap is really kind of a it's kind of like spitting in somebody's face like there's no all right better so way to is, disrespect the, somebody the slap is like a warning shot the punch is uh it's on like a final <laughs> solution yeah. kind of thing like all right no i get that, I that makes sense that makes sense yeah. yeah i get it to to a certain extent i mean a slap kind of feels like hey watch your shit you know yeah well i mean but if i was in a situation like what most comedians said like wow the composure he had afterwards yes he was shaken you could oh, tell yeah. but man i how not a lot of people could handle it like that you know <laughs> he did yeah, a great yeah. job kudos for for chris rock not just like immediately tackling him and deciding to like, <laughs> yeah. have a huge fight with him or something he, right he was very composed about it so yes that's 
That's to his credit, of course. Now, one last question. What if instead of a slap, what if he spanked him? <laughs> I like think Venom over Jada stage probably would have had another entanglement. He would have just like picked him up by the waist, brought his ass to Jada for her to spank it, you know, things like that, and then yeah. cut to commercial. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of people are like, oh, it was staged. Like, no. When he got to his seat, that's when I knew it wasn't staged. And they went to, like, black screen a couple times. So I was like, yeah. yeah. Shit is not I staged. Up, I had to look up the Japanese version or whatever. To oh, find yeah. What he actually said. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. It was, whew. I mean, I guess kudos to the, to them for, you know, to the Academy or whoever was running it to yeah. try and censored as much as possible right right but. yeah it it was crazy we'll see uh see what happens next year <laughs> when meryl yeah, street punches actually, amy schumer i, I don't know be inclined to watch an award show now <laughs> see, i've i've heard that from a lot of people like oh now i'm gonna watch the oscars like holy shit <laughs> right i still skip the grammys but you know oh god yeah we don't need to and I have the have uh, Jerry Springer host the Oscars next year. Yes, that right. That would be hilarious. A WWE production, just like chairs and shit. And... God. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> have a ladder match on stage with an Oscar up there. Like, all right, you two are the top two nominees. Figure it out. <laughs> How bad do you want this? <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Um. Yeah, real, real quick, uh, Bill, I don't know if you want to take the reins here, but uh, yeah, Estelle Harris, who played George's mom on Seinfeld, passed away. Uh, she was 93. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't extremely shocked by it. I mean, it is a huge loss. She yeah, what did she die of? Uh, <laughs> Just like the Larry being Cable Guy joke. Being, yeah. being 93, <laughs> I guess. I don't really know a whole lot. Will Smith guess, slapped her. But, yeah. <laughs> he slapped but he apologized, Steve. He apologized. So. <laughs> That's all that counts. Yes, he's, he's banned from Seinfeld. Dust. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a it's a impactful loss, but yes. it's not a. I, I guess it's not really like a unexpected one. She, right, she'd been acting for years. Toy Story uh, as well. She was Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, uh, I'm a and... yeah, I'm a big Seinfeld fan. I was a big fan of hers. I thought she was amazing. Yep, uh, she had a good run. Um, you know, may she rest in peace. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, recommendations before we move into movies and TV. Right. Um, I've got one real quick. I got to plug um, Andine's Creations um, dot com. It is a website hosted by um, Jessica Fisher, who's Alan oh, Fisher's sure. uh, wife. Um, she's got a ton of stuff up on there art, clothing. I just recently bought a uh, a kind of reverse tie-dye hoodie from them. Nice. And it was phenomenally done. Really cool. Um, all proceeds go to benefit the Fisher family. So if you're looking for some artwork to hang up on your wall or just some fun stuff to do for your kids, then go and check it out. Absolutely. Awesome. Good cause. Yeah, he was cool. a... Very cool. He went to high school with me and Bill, and he's hanging in there, you know? He just celebrated his 40th birthday, and all credit to him. He's checking things off of his bucket list. Yeah, so, that's great. That's great. Good for him. Very happy. Yes, please go out and support that family right away. I'll recommend Flinttown. That's a series on Netflix. Came out in 2018. Um, it follows their police department around. It it uh, shows their struggles, uh, dwindling resources, the uh, infrastructure crumbling, the you know community and chaos kind of water crisis like 
that poor town, man. Ever since Roger and me, you know, it's, you know, everyone's kind of known it's a, a shit town. You know, actually, you do see the, the goings on there and it's not as bad. But yeah, they're barely hanging on, it seems, you know, uh, the, the police don't like 911 calls. It takes like it can take hours for people to show up. That's how bad it was. That's my wife's hometown. Really? Yeah, she grew up in Flint. I uh, rescued her. She's a rescue wife. <laughs> rescue wife. <laughs> <laughs> Come on aboard. Oh, God. Why are you in military gear? I just, this is my Saturday thing. Come here. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, it, it's a good show. It's it's a good show, and um, it's sad at the same time. Um, but, yeah, there you know, there's a whole debate there in the, in the community, you know, the, the funds they set aside for fire and fire and police, how, how to attribute that, you know, it, what's necessary, what isn't necessary. You, you do feel for the police department and the people, of course, um, tragic situation. You know, I wouldn't want that job, man. It, it's incredibly stressful. I, I just, I, I feel for them. Like, wow, it's just, I was not made that way, you know, and I, I applaud everyone who is because, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be out on the streets like that. It's legit third world. I mean, you know, yeah. I remember last time we were there driving through uh, some of the areas, and I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah, it's just it's just sad. You think uh, fucking Elon Musk could like open up a factory there, help him out or something? You know, it's like what the hell? Because that that's what started it, right? It was the whole GM and shutting down and all that. A bunch of factory workers oh, lost yeah. their jobs. I mean, Flint was thriving in the 50s, 60s, and even early 70s. And yeah. then it just, you know, started to dwindle, and, and, and there they are. Yeah, it's just it's just sad. Um, but, yeah, it it shines a little light on the town, you know. So it's it's not all dire and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, they, the police department was desperate. They had they recruited, like, volunteer officers uh, who were, like, retired, you know. They were, one dude was in his 60s, probably close to 70. It's a good show. It's a good show. Uh, I don't think it's coming back, but I highly recommend checking that out. I haven't been watching much TV recently. We've been, so we play these as a family. We play these games called uh, Hunt a Killer. I don't know if anyone's familiar with those. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm not. I've been wanting to try that out. What What is that? Could you explain so real quick fun. to everyone? So it, it, you can get it as like a subscription box where like, I think it's like once a month, you get a box in the mail and it is essentially it's an episode or it's a piece of a of a crime that you're trying to solve okay and what you can do so you can do like a subscription box um what we usually do is we'll just buy like a box set where you get all six episodes at once um we've done we did the class of 98 which was so much fun sounds like it 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 took us uh trying to think of how i think it, it took we did it I think over the course of like three nights, wow. uh, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And it took us several hours each night. Um, <laughs> and it's, it, it is, it's, it's hella fun. And we, we traded that class of 98 box with somebody online. We sent that to them. They sent us one that we didn't have. And so we're doing one now called starstruck, which is a, about a boy band. And, and there's a, a, you know, murder within this boy band. And, and so far it's, it's proven to be a lot of fun as well. So if anyone's looking for like, Something fun to do as a family. That's a game. It's not Monopoly. It's not chess, but it gives you guys a chance to work together and solve puzzles and look at evidence. Uh, Hunt a Killer is awesome. Nice. If any of you guys on this cast, if you guys want to try it out, when I'm done with the Starstruck one, I'll loan it to you. And you guys can uh, 
can give it a go. It's fun. Nice. Yeah, Appreciate it. I heard something about like a, they just released a sci-fi one or something like that. Like it's a little more of a like science they, fiction based kind of thing they, or something like that. They may have. I know they've got some horror ones out there. Like there's a, some Blair Witch ones that we want to try next. Um, and nice. so I think we might order order one of those. Um, it's fun. And you yeah. can also find them on like the secondary market on like uh, eBay or something like that. But uh, they're fun. Very cool. That's awesome. I didn't know about that. That's so cool. I'll definitely have to check that out. I'm still watching Ozark, man. I'm blown away by the show. I'm, I have one episode left in season two, so we're uh, going to be benching some today later. That's a show I have uh, to uh, check out. Yeah, that's been on my list. Steve, let me tell you how season two ends. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, this show is just, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's, it's and it hit the ground running. Um, you know, even just after the very first episode, I was just completely blown away. I mean, Sopranos is my all-time favorite show, and mm-hmm. but I still felt like that took like a season just to kind of get its wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ozark just, I mean, right out of the goddamn gate. I was, I say Ozark did it with like the first five minutes of like yeah. the pilot, like they did it right away. Unbelievable. What's it about? And just, uh, just quickly for everyone, I don't really know everything about it. Yeah, so uh, the Jason Bateman's character, uh, his name is Marty Bird. Um, he is a basically kind of a glorified accountant at you know kind of a big firm that handles like big clients, and uh, he gets stuck having to launder money for a drug cartel. Um, and he goes to the Ozarks to do it, uh, various businesses, and then the people he encounters, and you know, with with the whole cartel still looming over his head, and it's just, it, it's an unbelievable show. And, you know, you got, it is well acted all the way around, especially the character Ruth Langmore. Uh, I, I can't remember the, yeah, I can't remember her name, uh, real name, but, uh, you know, she's a scene stealer. Every time she's in it, she's just, you know, she's just a, a monster of a presence. And, uh, and it's been, it's just been a real fun show to watch. It's, uh, God, you know, I mean, I, I know it's going to be over with season four, and that's a little depressing, but at least by the time the last part of season four is out, I'll be caught up and can just ride the rest of the wave. But it's a really great show. I would I would certainly recommend it. It, it does not shy away from violence. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you if you get a little ginchy on the violence piece, then, you know, there's there's that warning. But otherwise, it if you want a well-acted, very smart written show, uh this is it and kind of um interesting trivia is the guy that played the pastor for the first couple seasons Mm -hmm. uh, mason he uh uh is from waterloo iowa um and went to school with terrell's mom my uh, daughter's fiance oh wow that's awesome (laughs) yeah he follows terrell's film page and watches all his movies that's fantastic that's kind of a cool little connection there that's so cool uh, yeah I didn't know that till last night. Uh, we wow. were out to dinner with with Claire and Terrell, and uh, and and he was telling me about that, and I was like, "That's a, that's awesome. That is that's so cool. cool. Small world. That's awesome. Yeah, it is a uh, yeah, it is a great show, Josh. You should check it out. Uh, yes. One of the uh, my favorite parts of the show is the the how the characters continue to evolve and develop. And one of the most interesting to me is uh, Laura Linney's character. Uh, her just the way that she evolves over the course of the seasons and becomes almost 
wholly unrecognizable mm-hmm. is really amazing to me. So it's a great actress. She yeah. Does such a, she does such a good job. And Jason Bateman's fantastic. I mean, he, he never disappoints. He's always good. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got great range. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, real quick, my wife and I started, um, we just started it, but so far digging it. 1883 on Paramount plus Sam Elliott's in that faith Hill, her husband, what's his name? Um, Mr. Hill, uh, Steve, have you seen <laughs> Mr. Mr. <laughs> have you seen that show, Steve? Yeah, but it's on my list. Okay, I thought one of you saw it. I wasn't sure, but it's really good, really gruesome and stuff. And Sam Elliott, you know, he's he's grumpier than ever, and I love it. It's great. <laughs> so, but yeah, Is it I, Tim McGraw. Yes, that's it. Yep. Okay, Mr. Hill. <laughs> now, you always be Mr. Hill I, to me. <laughs> is Tim McGraw is he is he good? I mean, is he a good actor? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. He he was in the Blind. Oh shit! What was the Sandra Bullock film she won an Oscar Blind for? Side? Yes, he was in that one. <clears throat> yeah, he's a good actor. He was also in Friday Night Lights, the film, I believe, if I remember correctly. But yeah, he's he's a good I, actor. He sings his lines. It's the, weird, but he's good. I saw the Blind Side, but I don't remember. Him is he her husband in that movie? Yes, yep. He owns the okay. Taco Bell right. franchise or something like that. Yeah, I only saw that movie once, but that's what I remember. I saw it once. <laughs> Taco Bell. I saw it in the. I saw the Blind Side in the theater, uh, like on like midnight, like Black Friday at the mall. Wow. Because we were going to do some shopping, and we yeah. had some time to kill. Sure. And so I really don't remember much of the movie <laughs> because that that whole several hours span of time is all a blur i'm sure <laughs> yes so many dead bodies I'll never, I'll never do anything like that again <laughs> <laughs> they had to die so i could get my tv yes movies and tv news guys sonic 2 i'm actually looking forward to seeing this because the first one was phenomenal i Me thought too. this will be jim carrey's last film according to jim carrey he did so, say possibly a few times, so I, that gives me hope. Possibly, yeah. Dumb and Dumber 3, please, um, please, please. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Starring Mr. Hill. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's uh, he's wanting to spend more time with his family and kind of take a mental health break, so that's good for him. He's an artist, um, yeah. They are officially saying that, like, they won't recast him at all. Yeah. So, you know, if there's a Sonic 3 and it, doesn't feature Dr. Robotnik, then is there, that, but is there other Sonic villains or is robotic? That's what I was in, gonna, yeah. That's what sorry. I was there gonna is, um, there is, I mean, there's, you know, shadow, the hedgehog is like an edgy Sonic from hot topic. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, in the back. I mean, there's, there's different things they can do. So, I mean, it, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a thing on Facebook that there were some critics that were saying it doesn't feature the human characters enough, which is kind of like saying that a movie about football doesn't feature basketball enough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Really kind of stupid. Um, The thing that was funny is that, so Xbox released these exclusive controllers that are in red and blue and they're furry. (laughs) Like they've got fur glued on them or something. And, uh, So they showed him to Idris Elba and Jim Carrey, and Jim Carrey was like, what the fuck would you ever want to play with (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Idris Elba's like, yeah, I mean, this is kind of, you know, it's kind of soothing a little bit. And I'm just thinking, like, the average Xbox player with, like, Cheeto dust on their face. Oh. 
mix it into that. And it's like, do you have to shampoo the controller? Yeah, it's going to be like out? lice and that shit and everything. Oh, oh God. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> but... I hope there's not a floor <laughs> model at the store. Oh, Jesus. Can we speculate as to what James Marsden's next CGI <laughs> project is going to be? Because... Well, they never sequelized Top, so there you go. Maybe they'll bring that uh, back. Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> um, I don't know. He is open to playing Cyclops again, so maybe. Well, maybe. Uh, I didn't like him. I did not like him as Cyclops. I didn't either. I you think it's he... the writing, though? Maybe in his age at the time, because he was he was a young dude, right? He was. Well, I, I think the whole reason why he sucked so badly in three and they killed him off is that was because bad. they were they were pissed off at him for doing Superman Returns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that was so whatever. shitty, man. That was so bad. You never know. I mean the Rock's doing a oh no, I guess he said he was doing Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe the Rock will be, you know, um Crash Bandicoot and James Marsden will be his his caretaker. <laughs> I still want them to make Bambi. Remember that SNL skit? I think we've talked about it before. Oh, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Rocking a cigar. I would be there at midnight waiting in line. (laughs) Be the only person fucking waiting in line. But I would I would pay good money for that. There you go, Disney. That's how you do your live actions. That's how you do it. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, the uh, so there was some early releases uh, this week. Actually, I think Thursday and Friday. And everything I've heard so far, it's uh, it's looking good. Um, cool. Looks like it's going to looks fun. Track it about as well as the first one did, or good. even surpass it. So, I was I was sold with Idris Elba's name attached to it. So I'll see. Oh, it. I know. Oh, um, they're going all that, out. Yeah. Funny little uh, fun fact with this: he did an interview, and he was like, "Originally, I wanted to play Knuckles with a squeaky voice." <laughs> I'm like, I could not see Idris Elba doing a squeaky voice. I'm sorry. Unless he did in post. He- takes a shot of helium before. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to going to see it. I'm definitely going to take my daughter to go see it. So that's she cool. enjoyed the first one. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's still, hopefully it's still in theaters and I'm assuming it will be, but hopefully Dash and I are going to, my son and I are going to have like a boy's day when the girls go see Justin Bieber. And so hopefully we can go see it that night. But Yeah. I'm sorry you can't go see uh, Justin Bieber too, but yeah, uh, sacrifices have to be made. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm not entirely <laughs> sad about that. That reminded me uh, at the Grammys. Sorry to bring that up, but um, does he have a tailor? Because he was wearing a, I think he's wearing his dad suit to the <laughs> Grammys. Did you happen to see his oversized blazer? He was rocking with a hot pink uh, cap. Yeah, so cool. Oh well, the '90s style is making a comeback, and a part of that was the oversized yeah blazers. So. Well, maybe that's his goal. I, I don't know. Uh, props. Hey, <laughs> if Jinkos can make a comeback, anything can. Let's go. <laughs> wait, have wait have Jinkos made a comeback? I, I've seen those. <laughs> kind of. Um, I mean, you can still buy them from their website. They're like, I don't know, a hundred dollars for a pair of fucking jeans that'll get wet every time you go outside. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of that like retro style stuff coming back. Yeah, I don't know. It, it makes me the the rare occasions that I go out to like Jordan Creek Mall or something like that, and I see some like twelve year old walking around with a Nirvana T shirt on. You're like you've never listened to Nirvana a day in your life. Bill throws a crumpled up beer can. Like you don't know Nirvana. <laughs> 
You don't know my struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sonic 2 looks great, man. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know when the hell I'll get to it. I mean, we got three kids, so, God, that's like a mortgage payment to go see a film, so... Yeah, I was I was thinking of going to see it tomorrow, but I I, I don't think I will. <laughs> I, I mean, I I'm looking forward to going to see it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, and um, you know, props to Kerry. You know, he said he has enough, and he's very you know artistic. He does a lot of painting and very spiritual and stuff. And he's just kind of yeah, like a stra- he's a strange dude. Yeah, yeah. He is. Well, dude, did mean, you ever every, see the? Uh, yeah. Every so often, he goes through like kind of a self-reflective transformations so, yes i don't know well we could see him back for you know a, a mask sequel sometime soon i don't know or he's ventura three supposedly they're talking <laughs> that uh, please no just don't i don't know um, yeah you think it'll ruin the franchise because two is so great yeah <laughs> two, has the... two has two has its moments. moments i'll give you that yep it does, it does. that first one's a classic where i where i lulled hard yes Yep. Yep. Agreed. Steve agrees too, right? Big big uh fan. Totes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh oh. should we talk about our little friend uh Ezra Miller, who uh has gone on a Hawaiian mayhem tour? Um Yeah, Is that's a way to fuck up a play- career. That played the Flash? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I never I don't know him anything because I never saw those movies. Um so I really don't even know the story. So I'll let you guys take this one. Real quick, yeah. important note: see only the, the Zack Snyder Justice League. That's that's your note. No, I don't have five hours to kill. I'm take take time. You well, know, take take some breaks. Right, take some breaks. Yeah, apparently he uh, shouted some obscenities and grabbed a microphone from a 23 year old woman mm-hmm. who was singing karaoke. I think. Yep. I don't know. Um, and then attacked a man who was playing darts, which was probably not his best idea. Somebody with something <laughs> sharp that can stab you in the eye. Was he throwing um, darts at him as he was charging him? That would have been so funny. I don't, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, um, my God. The most surprising thing is that he was released on a $500 bail. Oh, man. How do you make like that? Usually, usually celebrities are like, okay, your bail set at like $3 million or some yeah. crazy number. I mean, he didn't murder anybody, so I guess that's... That's good. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. We'll get there. Um, he might murder Joss Whedon. Then Holy fuck, this guy's little Looney Tunes. WB. Ryan. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, the with the Flash film coming out soon, I don't think that's going to affect that, but they are saying that they're kind of done with him. Yeah. Um, as far as the Snyderverse is concerned. Um I think if they if they were to recast anybody as the Flash, they should go with the actor from the CW because he's I think he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Remember his name? Off Grant Gustin, head, but, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think he does a pretty good Flash, but uh, I've heard that. Yeah, um, yeah. Would, I don't know. As long as I get to see Keaton as Batman, I don't care. <laughs> like exactly, go kill somebody. I don't. Convicted care. murderer stars in the Flash. <laughs> hey, is Michael Keaton in it? Okay, I am there. And I am there too. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Question: yeah. did, did I incorrectly refer to Ezra Miller as him? Does he not go by uh, those pronouns? Yeah, I think he's they. I think they. So, okay. They is crazy. Let's say that. Um, uh, well, so. I apologize to they for calling they him my bat. <laughs> uh, I, I've heard that. I'm confused. Uh, 
<laughs> I've heard that Ezra has changed changed their pronouns to Zoom Zoom after being being the Flash. <laughs> Jesus, <baby. laughs> that was a really stupid joke. <laughs> oh god, uh, hey, he's on a stretch though from how he's acting. You know, like a year ago, I think we talked about this. He was on video choking the lady out, but she was like laughing, and then. He like turned her and it looked like he placed her down on a mattress like it was some kind of weird club in wherever the hell they were. So I kind of thought it was just something that got blown out of proportion. But I mean, with his recent behavior, it wasn't, I guess. uh, Yeah, he he assaulted those two people in the bar. There was a couple that allowed him to stay with them. He supposedly threatened to murder them and also another couple so you know he was he's on a roll um <laughs> uh dude's just nuts like stay away from alcohol i guess yeah uh yeah. get some help he's but got, he's got something in yeah there. I, I would think that you know i don't think this has gone to he's been arrested and charged mm-hmm. on these yeah serious shit on the court or anything like that yeah yet. hopefully yeah. they uh order him to get some well that'll be the thing like do you think if he seeks counseling do you think they should keep them on board obviously he's not gonna be in a new project for a while but do you think we should recast at this point just given the circumstances or i i really i think we should let the flash come out and then let it simmer for a little bit yeah um i don't think we need to like you know make the flash to next summer yeah but um i don't know i mean there's there's been redemption arcs and hollywood before right he could get the help he needs and turn his life around who knows well if he does he deserves it but yeah if it's just for yeah. show yeah i i think uh they and will smith should team up for a movie <laughs> tango and cash <laughs> two the hundred mile an hour slap tango and flash <laughs> tango and flash oh my god the flash oh, and big willie could mean so many things yes um yeah Interesting situation, um, but my biggest thing is don't touch that Flash film. A lot of people are like, they should reshoot his parts, and it's like, no, 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 no just let it be. So is the is the film done? Is it in the can? Is it ready to I, go? Yeah, I think so. They pushed it out, though, because of the Discovery merger. Basically, Discovery wants to... We talked about this last time on the show, I think. Uh, they want to take credit for all the, the box office that those films will get, you know, the great box office, and um, mm-hmm. that's why it's been pushed back, but... Now they have time to tinker with it, and WB doesn't have a great track record of doing that, so we'll see. But they better not touch it. It's a mistake. But, I mean, it gives it time for this to blow over, so I guess that's a good thing. Unless he does something else crazy. We'll we'll see. I don't know, hijacks a plane or some shit, but, um, yeah. Uh, His film is out now, which he can't can't help um, promote it because, yeah, he's... Dealing with shit, uh, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Actually, is it out now? Maybe it's coming out if it's not out already. But yeah, so he's in that. So everyone will go out there and check it out, I guess. Uh, what's next? Um, so I know you guys just recently did a episode of um, Mission Report, right? That yes. Dropped yesterday. Yes, it did. Yep. Um, did you guys talk about Picard season three at all? We did. Yes. I, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but, um, no, it's fine. It's fine. I was, uh, I have not seen, so I'll preface this part of the reason why I haven't seen it is because I am planning to watch Picard and I have not seen 
anything but the. Sorry, I had to relieve myself. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Just totally kidding. Um, I have not seen anything but the first episode. Yes. Of season one, and I plan to go back and watch it. Yes. Um, but season three is getting the main cast from Next Generation back together. Yes. That is oh, correct. No, I'm, yeah, I'm actually pretty hyped with that. Like Michael Dorn's coming back, uh, Marina Sirtis. Yep, Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, Frakes, Patrick Stewart, McFadden. Brent Spiner, LeVar Burton. If I don't know if you said that or not. Yeah, we. Yeah, I think LeVar Burton's coming back for it too. So that's going to, I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's, it's. That's probably going to be what's going to get me into it. We so. should have got that from the beginning, in, in my opinion. I, I think Steve agrees. Would you recommend people skip the first season of Picard and just start with season two? <laughs> No, I think if you skip season one, it's it's even worse. I mean, it's, there's so many weird plot threads that if you skip it, it you're, you'll you'll scratch your head even more than you are when you're watching it normally. So I yeah. gotcha. Okay, maybe just start at season three when it comes out. <laughs> right. It's not terrible. Season two is much better than first one, but it it is a mess, and I think that's why they're doing this this cast finally given us what we, you know, what we want. Um, I hope, I hope it's good. Um, it's supposed to be involving a lot more space and starships. These first two seasons were very, the location based kind of on, on earth. And it's just, it, it was a mess. And in, in my opinion, there's several producers attached too many cooks in the kitchen. You could say with, with most new Trek, that's the problem. And, uh, Season two is an improvement, but you know the way they drop this trailer, it's like it, it's odd and it seems desperate for people for them to be like, please come back for season three. We promise we'll stop fucking around and give you what you want. <laughs> you well, know, I was gonna say I just I remember not too long ago seeing a promo for season two. Yes, yeah, and it was all about like time travel and yeah, fucking with stuff and yeah, that, that was like four or like, five weeks ago. Um, season two premiered and yeah, I was it's like say, I didn't think it was that that long ago yeah, yeah. season two is still going so it's kind of shitty how they did it but i i'm excited that that scene with um jonathan freaks and patrick stewart like i love that like that looked great i i just hope they do it right and um don't shy away from their their canon if you will you know i think because mm-hmm. when i first started season one i guess patrick stewart didn't want to wear a space suit and it's like dude you're fucking john luke picard it kind of comes with the job but whatever you know um, he yeah. wanted to fucking act, you know. So, anyway, it didn't really work out, but it's getting better. But season three, I'm, I'm, I, I'm hoping it's kind of a season where it's just its own story. So you could just, just go buy that when it comes out, or go see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Just skip the other ones. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I think that's what fans truly wanted from the beginning. It, you know, we all gave it the uh, gave it a shot and uh, did not care for it too much. Most people, I believe, but but also we talked about. Star Trek motion picture director's cut on Paramount Plus. I'm excited to see that. I think I'm actually gonna yes. get a Paramount Plus. Uh, you should subscription see it. just for that. Well, you'll get to see your Halo then at that time. So yeah, <laughs> that you don't want to see. I'm not worried about that. I don't care about Halo. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm not one of those gamers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> to me, to me, this is the best cut of the film. Don't see the other one. I, you know, unless you want to, it's fine. But this one is like fully realized you know the original director got to partner up and get this finished how it should have been because the original version was compromised due to time restraints and just setbacks so um yeah this was first done in 2001 in standard definition then 
they were able to finally upgrade it to 4K and they were able to put new effect shots in, new title fonts. Uh, they even oh, cool. upped the score. It's a beautiful score. It's like the George Lucas treatment done right, if you could say. You know, he didn't. Oh, okay. Didn't add any creatures or some shit like that. But um, yeah, no CGI job of the hut. No, no, right. not this time. No, uh, Pizza the hut, but not Jabba. What was that, Steve? I'm stepping on his tail. <laughs> yeah. At the time, I was like, "That's so genius," and then it's like, "No, it's bad. <laughs> Very bad." Yeah, so yeah, definitely check out Mission Report, everyone. We did go over these a little more in length, and we went over Picard and stuff. Um, yeah, our channel's got so many cool shows underneath its banner, so it's all it's all out there available to everyone. You know, we got shows like Steve's Tips for Making Vegan Fertilizer Part 1, uh, uh-huh. Bill's Screw You, Sony, I'll Do It Myself, PlayStation 5 Build, and then uh, Josh yeah. Lost His Family again. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm, I'm working on a project right now, actually, that I wanted to plug on here. So go for it. Um, you know how like they always tell gamers, "Oh, go outside and touch some grass." Yeah. I'm working on carpet that's actually made out of grass, so that way you don't ever have to go outside. You could just sit <laughs> at your computer and play games all day. It's a it's a grass and mat, you can, and you can throw away your uh, you know your vacuum cleaner. You can just get a lawnmower for. You. <laughs> living room it's, you don't have to let your pets out I, it works there yeah there's a few logistical issues but i'm working on those so i like it on that. i like it yeah but on <laughs> a serious note we do have content out there um that was jokes except for losing my family part no i'm just kidding um uh, we got yeah mission report wow. we got uh no it's a joke it's a joke I hope, hope they come back. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just stretching this out. Um, I got oh I got to write God. an autobiography before I uh, forget. Uh, Mission Report, Field of Geeks at the Movies. We do commentaries, uh, movie discussions, uh, Super Unknown. There's so many shows, so many shows. Um, and yeah, I'll plug this again at the end to everyone's annoyance. But yeah, um, definitely check out the recent Mission Report. We went into Star Trek. And uh, we'll, we're going to be doing more of those. Uh, Steve and I already have an idea for our next episode. So it's going to set a record. We might have two episodes this year. So we're very yeah, excited. Absolutely. Yes, very, very excited. So Batman has uh, been confirmed to be an actual person, and he's going to be doing an actual podcast. We're hoping to get him on <laughs> here at some point. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Batman Unburied. So this is a narrative-led um, podcast show on Spotify that'll be coming out on May 3rd. Um, it will kind of explore the more psychological side to Bruce Wayne. So it's probably going to be a lot of narration and stuff to like fill in the, you know, gaps of stuff that you don't sure. physically get to see. Um, David S. Goyer is going to be producing. Um, oh, wow. Winston Duke is going to be playing Bruce Wayne. So that'll be, that'll be a nice voice. That'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. Um, it'll give, you know, Batman kind of a deep, uh, deep voice and everything like that. I think that'll be kind of cool. Um, some of these people I didn't really recognize, but when I looked them up on IMDb, they're more of like voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but some notable ones, we've got, uh, Jason Isaacs played Lucius Ooh. Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. Oh, that's great. Um, he's going to be our Alfred. Like it. So that, that'll be cool. Um, Lance Reddick, who is, a phenomenal actor um, has a great voice. He did the uh, he was the hotel manager in the John Wick series. Um, he also played oh, in sweet. 
uh, he was American the, yeah, Horror he, Story. He was the boss in Fringe. Yep. Um, yeah, he's awesome. He he's going to be everywhere. He does, and uh, he's got one of those very recognizable, like deep voices to him. Um, so he's going to be playing Thomas Wayne. That'll be kind of cool. Wow. Um, John Reese Davies is playing a character called Doctor Hunter. I don't know if that has any tie into the comics or not. I wouldn't know any any comic enthusiast here would know. No, no. Um, any the guesses? One that I'm excited. <laughs> I I would say he's probably going to be more of like a psychologist or maybe yeah. somebody from like Arkham or something like that. I don't know. Uh, we'll see if it's getting into the psychological side of Bruce Wayne. Maybe he's sitting down and getting some therapy or something. Well, he's doing like <laughs> yeah. a real job in this uh, sh- uh, show too. Bruce Wayne, he actually has a job, I guess in it. And he's working, oh, wow. he's working for the, um, as a psychologist or something like that for the police department, I believe something like that. But yeah, he's holding a job, which is kind of a cool, cool aspect because his dad was a doctor. So he kind of follows in his dad's footsteps. I still don't know how he, how many energy drinks he drinks so he can do all these jobs. But, <laughs> you know, if you're a millionaire, it's like kind of hard to want to work, I guess. Or billionaire, I'm sorry, they corrected it. But, yeah, it's kind of a cool new aspect. Um, yeah, so hopefully he gets good PTO and all that. <laughs> but, yeah, this looks great. This is like the first project of the licensing deal uh, Spotify has with DC. So there's going to be a lot more podcasts. I don't know if anyone here ever listened to the Wolverine podcast that was kind of what started a lot of these cool um projects that was a great yeah, they're podcast kinda, they're kind of like uh episodic yes audiobooks yeah yeah will, they're, they're kind of like, they're kinda like they remind me of like the old uh, radio serials like the shadow and yes oh, yeah. that you would have blocked you know listened to back in the day absolutely yeah yeah this this will be cool i really i really i wish uh winston duke came to our a con a wizard con we had here in des moines I think it was the last one we had here in Des Moines. It could be. Yeah, I believe so. Um, but I regret not, because at that time, he was just in Black Panther, which is, you know, it's still a big film, but his career is just taken off. I mean, he's not, like, yeah. hugely known, but he's been in a lot of big films. Uh, us. The, uh, yeah, it was us. I wanted to say this is us. That's not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, good for Yeah, he, he'll, he'll be a great Batman. I, I think uh, that's really cool, and... Yeah, I'm anxious for this. It premieres May 3rd, correct? Yes. Um, That's awesome. And I believe it's going to be released in a weekly episodic format. Nice. Something like that. Is yeah. it um, is it only going to be on Spotify or can you get it from like uh, like Apple so, Podcasts or anything like that? So far, I've just heard Spotify. Okay. Um, and I think that's kind of like an exclusive deal they have going with them right now. I don't know. Right. Um. I am excited to see Ashley or to hear Ashley Birch in it. Um, she is Tiny Tina from one from uh, Borderlands. Okay, Vicky Vale. If you're right, yeah, she's playing Vicky Vale, which I think will be perfect because she can do that crazy like crazy energy voice like mm-hmm. super good. So right, if Vicky Vale is more of the like reporter type in this series, I don't know um, what they'll do with her, but nice. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of good talent. Uh, that's been added to the cast for it. So sure, Bruce Willis. You know he's signing off from acting. Many decades, uh, long career. You know, Die Hard, Sixth Sense, Pulp Fiction, Fifth Element, Moonlighting, Armageddon. Um, yeah, he was um, diagnosed with um, 
How do you say his disorder? Do you guys? Um, aphasia. Aphasia. Yes. Uh, it's a speech so and reading impairment. Yeah. And here's something I, I found out about this, just being a nerd and, you know, looking into everything. Sure. Um, aphasia is more, uh, and instead of being like a, a dedicated disease, it's more of like a symptom mm. kind of thing. So they think like maybe at some point he had like a mild stroke or something. Mm, that's too bad. Um, that kind of triggered this. But apparently, I mean, there's been, I haven't done much research into it, but there's been some, uh, people within the industry that have been like, yeah, he's kind of seemed off for a while now. Yeah. Or, or maybe like he, he hasn't quite been there or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Like but, uh, this is like many years, maybe over a decade. He hasn't been himself uh, and they just kind of been skirting it a little bit. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember even watching the comedy central roast they did of him and it kind of seemed like there was some times where he was really mm. lucid. And then other times where he was just kind of vacant, like yeah. he was kind of, just like where am I kind of look to him? Right. But, yeah. It's um, it's it's kind of heartbreaking. I thought you know he was a good actor. I mean he's kind of the quality of the work he's taken lately is kind of dipped. But maybe that was just yeah. So I mean, he could kind of take some breaks and exactly. things like that. But yeah. Um. Yeah. It's that's heartbreaking to hear. He uh, was. I mean, I, yeah. He I was. I think he. I think he definitely had many more good years of acting ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if it, well, if people knew his condition, I think they would have been able to figure out how to get the best performance out of him. You know, I think it, they kept it a secret. I mean, maybe some of these productions knew, but um, you know, he was sadly shit on for years. I, you know, I even shit on him because I, I didn't really understand why he was filming in these performances, and now I now I do because I'm sure he was just trying to make um, a lot of money before you know he retired. And, uh, yeah, the Razzles even had a category made for him. It was called The Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 film. And uh, they've taken that category away respectfully. Uh, a lot of people have been yeah. really kind. Kevin Smith, you know, actually, the first time I heard shit about Bruce Willis was Kevin Smith on his experience at Cop Out. Um, that was just a nightmare to get him to perform. And, yeah, um, yeah he apologized for that because I, I think – I think this has been going on for quite some time. Um, even though, you know, they might say in the press, it just it's been the last few years, but yeah, he, uh, he actually suffered hearing loss from Die Hard back in the day. Uh, the blanks were so damn loud. And so, yeah, there's like yeah. no hearing protection. So who knows if that triggered something back then? I don't know, but, uh, yeah, it, it is sad. Cause I, you know, you, there's a lot of actors out there. You, you can just picture them doing some great shit and it's just not presented and never happens. And so sadly, um, he's retiring, but I mean, yeah, like I said, all these films he did, um, anyone, any, any one of them favorites stand out to you guys? Maybe I didn't mention. Um, so he, on his IMDb page, he's got like 22 movies going back just over the last two years. Yeah, and the, yeah, those that were all like straight yep. to video or straight mm -hmm. to, to digital releases, and I've never seen a single one of them. And you probably shouldn't. <laughs> Their performances are going really back, odd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, going, you know, obviously going back way further than that. I he was terrible. Well, don't get me started on GI Joe Retaliation anyway, but I didn't <laughs> like him in that. No. Um, <laughs> I did like him in like going back to like 
Red, he was good in Red. Yeah, uh, Looper. Looper, he was good in. Yeah, he was good in Looper. Uh, obviously, Die Hard is. I mean, I watch that movie a couple times a year oh, still. Yeah, uh, and that goes like, that goes for like the first three Die Hards. Yeah. Anyway, I watch those movies all the time. Those are my only yeah. ones I like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hostage is fantastic. Uh, oh yeah, the sun is really good. Yep. So he's got a really good, I mean, resume. He's done a, uh, he's done a great great career. He's had a great career, I should say. Yeah, yeah. they're not all going to be winners, but a lot no. of it I don't think was necessarily even due to him. Yeah. Hudson Hawk is kind of a cult favorite. Do you guys have you guys I, ever seen that one? It's kind I of a, I like it. A few it. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's really terrible, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. so bad. But, yeah. And then, like, The Fifth Element's, like, one of my all-time favorites. Yes. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love that movie. The prequel to Sixth Sense, yeah, it's really good. Bruce Willis had an uncanny ability to make a shitty movie watchable. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah. Still walked, you still walked away knowing it was a shitty film, but yeah. right. it, it – it lifted it up a little bit just because of his presence. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he had that charisma, you know? Right. Another personal favorite of mine uh, is The Last Boy Scout. I, oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. That is that like one of my favorite movies. It's not, I mean, objectively, it's probably not a great movie or even a good movie, but it's so much fun. A lot of cool moments. It is. Exactly. I love the villain. That villain, yeah, he was, oh, he was great. I can't remember his name offhand. Who, who My, Milo? Yeah, well, I think so. Oh, he was so good. That, yeah. I I got to see that again. That was so funny. I just, uh, yeah, that's a good one. He did one. I can't remember. Maybe you guys can help me here. Uh, he was a cop. Um, <laughs> there you go. Distance. Fuck. Yeah, there you go. Actually, yeah. Uh, I think. Wait, is that he with a, uh, Sarah Jessica uh, Parker? Yeah, he's like a river cop. In yes. Philly? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. I know when I started off with cop, I was like, that's a bad idea. Cause he's kind of in cops and mini films, but, <laughs> but you went right to it, Joan. I appreciate that. Yes. Well, cause that's another one. It's another one of those that if it's not, if it's on, I will watch it every time. I like it. Oh, I, absolutely. It's a good, it's a pretty absolutely. solid, I think. Yeah. Great career. You know, he, he took chances. Let's say, right. He took chances. Uh, yeah. Those last 20 films, sadly, probably are just pure shit. I mean, his performances, if you ever look at red letter media, they they analyzed the hell out of those films and man the you just see just see the quick takes of his performances they're terrible and you know i i applaud him for using a celebrity to you know get money and uh yeah. because yeah that that was his bread and butter and he knew this was, what was probably the last was looper the last good performance i mean yeah. was that the last one he kind of didn't phone in either for medical reasons I think or so yeah I think. I think so. That was like ten years ago, wasn't it? it was Looper ten uh, I years ago? I think it goes ago. back to like twenty. What was it? Twenty twelve, maybe. I, okay. Something like yep. that. Yeah. Yep. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I think that's the last performance. Well, I, well, I didn't see. I heard Glass was a weird performance, so I probably can't count that. Well, yeah, Glass was just kind of a weird movie altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was very. It was like two different movies almost. Not. Not like in the way that but i think it was like intentional not like how suicide squad felt like two different movies unintentionally right i yeah. think Shyamalan purposefully did it to like did it this way right. uh, for one reason or another but yeah it was a weird movie so gotcha yeah. move into gaming news bill sure so we kind of talked about this 
on the last podcast, but uh, so PlayStation is, you know, in their constant battle with Microsoft trying to, I don't know if you'd call it one up or stay ahead of the curve or whatever it is, but um, PlayStation Plus is merging with PlayStation Now to create a totally new monthly service. So Mm. this will be launching in June of this year. Um, There's going to be, it's basically going to be the PlayStation Plus service with kind of some extras added onto it. Cool. So there's three different tiers for it. The essential tier is basically the same thing as PlayStation Plus is now. Uh, The extra tier adds a library of up to 400 games available for download or streaming. Um, and then the premium will add an additional to that 400 of that add about another 300 or so games, including, including uh, PlayStation one through three PSP mm. titles. Um, and also one thing that I think is really going to be a game changer for them. Um, time limited trials for newer games. So you can kind of like try it before you buy it kind of thing. Oh, that's really genius. Yeah, um, especially with, you know, video stores being a thing in the past. You can't really go and rent a game anymore. Yeah, um, or Pizza you Hut. It, you're just, you remember that with yeah. Metal Gear? God, that was so cool. Yeah. The demos? Oh, shit. Yeah. So I think that will help them out quite a bit. Um, it's going to go head-to-head, with, head-to-head, of course, with the Xbox Live and the Switch Premium services. Um, but I think it's, I mean, really for the... The price, the premium service uh, where you get everything on it is going to be basically $18 a month. I don't think that's terrible. Right. Considering it's, you know, $8 more than where you get three uh, three releases that are shit that nobody wants. So, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, but hey, I mean, I get to play SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom this month. So, I'm so excited for that. VR? Um, no, no, of course not. Nickelodeon wouldn't do anything with VR. They're sheep. Oh. But um, yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, there's a huge library of games out there. I mean, the the Batman Arkham series, sure. You know, Resident Evil titles, all kinds of stuff in there. There's some really good independent stuff out there too. That you know, if I have the opportunity to play that, that would be amazing um especially going back to like the previous generation titles mm-hmm. there's some that for playstation 3 of course i've never played because i don't have that you know what i mean right so i think it'll be good um nice that's all i really had for gaming news not a whole lot um sure i did want to add real quick um the new tomb raider game that's in development right now um jeff ross who is the director from days gone which said many times before it was one of my favorite games that sure. got kind of shelved by Sony. Um, he's joining the crew at crystal dynamics. So he's going to be working on Tomb Raider. Nice. Will be awesome. So, um, so far the reboot trilogy has been really good. It's been more focused on exploration than it has been on combat. Yeah. So I really, um, have enjoyed that. And of course, um, I wasn't a big fan of the original Tomb Raider games, but yeah, the new ones, yeah, definitely. I've uh, been a big fan of those, so I'm really excited to see that. Can you compare them to the new games to Uncharted, or are they different? Yeah, they're they're kind of the same. Um, I would say, action wise, they're very comparable to um, Uncharted, but 
there's a lot more to like solving puzzles and exploring tombs and sure. you know stuff in different locations and stuff like that. It's um, a little more focused on what you think a Tomb Raider game should be, like a kind of like a Indiana Jones type of thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like exploring, you know, exploring this crypt and like, oh, there's a booby trap there. Let's figure out how to get around it. Nice stuff like that so yeah i mean yeah, that, sounds, to that. that sounds fun and I'm, I'm surprised jeff ross can find the time to do that when he's not being roast master general <laughs> that's what Comedy i thought too. Uh, it's, a, it's a different jeff ross yes i know oh god i know i thought i thought that too when i first he did saw too. his name on it i was like wait what i didn't know he was a gamer it's a hobby yeah yeah i was like vin diesel he's a huge gamer he has his own production company and everything they've put out Damn. shitty games but you know <laughs> <laughs> and movies Just like the movies yes Just there like you go steve <laughs> yeah uh, well henry cavill's supposedly a big gamer he even fucking builds his own pcs and shit oh like, yeah man that is superman that is superman get on that dc come on yes. it's always nice to hear when these like superstars have you know yeah their own nerd qualities right yeah they have like actual hobbies and stuff like that they're like yeah i mean i would have went to that premiere but i was too busy playing Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> right yeah. bad example but you know what i mean right bad example <laughs> oh well we got some reviews and then we're we're done so bill you have seen morbius uh I spoiler have. free review of course after waiting so long for this movie to come out um wasn't it delayed like two or three times something like that i yeah. don't know yep that probably that probably hurt my viewing experience a little bit but um it is not okay i'm i know we we all have the consensus like don't listen to rotten tomatoes because they don't know what the fuck they're talking yeah, about not a fan but uh this is the worst rated marvel property since fan four stick or fantastic for <laughs> CGI thing or whatever. The, the last fantastic four you mean, right? Yeah. Yep. However you, however you say that it always throws me off. Cause I got a four in it. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think it, um, it follows the formula that the first venom film did. Okay. Um, it is a little bit different because of course, Michael Morbius is a scientist and so it's not, um, it's a little more technical. He's got this uh, rare blood disease that he's trying to cure himself of and magically becomes a vampire. Um, but uh, I mean, as far as like the, the venom films and stuff like that, they, they, the first one followed a very simple pattern of like, there's venom, there's an evil venom. They fight and it's over. That's kind of what Morbius is. Um, now they do, um, they do have a couple of mid-credits scenes that tie it into, maybe tie it into the MCU a little bit. Michael Keaton does have a cameo in it as Adrian Toomes, but that doesn't come till way after the movie is is done. So it has no impact on the movie really. But uh, right. I don't know. It was it was good. It was entertaining. Um, it had some good casting to it. I do not know the the guy's name off the top of my head, but he was the eleventh Doctor. Doctor oh, Who. Matt Smith, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he was in it. He did. A, he was a phenomenal villain. Great. He did really good, Matt. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, Jared Leto gets a lot of shit 
mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And uh, I, I really don't think like this was a Jared Leto movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he wasn't like over the top method acting or anything like that. Like, but uh, I think he did a really good job with it. Kind of sets up maybe some more like Spider-Man villain movies. Does it? So good. Uh, yeah. Is there a Bill? Is there any world building towards like a Midnight Suns type story, or are we not there yet? No. Um, and I was I was kind of hoping for that. Like maybe at the end they'd show like Blade or something like that, or you or know, Nicholas Nicholas Cage as yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there the Steve's favorite. In, the inclusion of Adrian Toomes in the movie, though, didn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense to me. It was like it was just thrown in there just so Sony could do something with the character. Yeah. And is it the same scene that's in the trailer? I mean, is it that simple? No. That that scene's okay. not even in the film. Oh, okay. Where he's like a paramedic or something. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't even show that. Um, it does set up that, like, maybe they're building towards a Sinister Six Kind of thing. Okay. Um, they do actually mention Spider-Man in this film. Wow. Very briefly. Um, do we know which one? Which, okay, sorry. It's not clear which one. Yes. Um, but like the the scene from the, the stills and stuff like that where they showed the Spider-Man poster in the background with murderer spray painted on it. Yeah. That's totally gone from the film. Figured. Unless it was like a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Yeah. And I think even the even the director or somebody came out and said, like, I can't say which spider-man universe this ties into or else sony will kill me (laughs) kind of thing so and he's now missing i think yeah but uh no i mean sony with their properties of course you know we saw that with toby and andrew like they're really really tight-lipped about their involvement and what it's going to tie into but right i mean it's a good film do you need to go see it in the theater probably not but i'd say it's probably three and a half out of five stars Okay. It's a good movie. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's good pop popcorn fare. You sure. know what I mean? It's uh, it's definitely not near not nearly as bad as the uh, all the criticism I've seen for it. Well, and I um, think Jonah asked before we recorded, but uh, worth seeing in the film. I couldn't remember what you had to say about that. It it is. I think it is. I mean, I love seeing movies in the theater, especially one that's kind of big scope like this. Mm-hmm. But um it is like very like lighting wise and stuff like that. There's a lot of really dark scenes and there's a lot of really quick action and stuff like that. So maybe, sure. you know, you probably catch a lot more if you watch it on TV or like yep. on streaming or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought it was good. Sure. Um, the theater was not empty. There was four other people besides me. <laughs> four other people. <laughs> Um, but it, it it was like kind of an early early showing so yeah it's not the best but it's not the worst by any means sure sure well, i think it i mean it at least made its money back if not a little bit more on like box office oh earnings. yeah so it's not a failure by any means it was what so was it opening opening weekend i think if not the second weekend that it made its money back or something like that yeah. like it was number one in the box office for a bit Right. So and at this, least it uh, doesn't shit can any other product uh, projects that you know no, Sony may have in the works for that type of universe. No, like it, it's not Spider-Man three bad. Yeah. By okay, means. well there it's, you go. It's good. No, no dancing uh, well, Toby. It also, had, That's good. it also had. I think its budget was only like seventy-five million. So, it, yeah, I mean they. In these oh, standards, yeah. it wasn't. 
they Too don't over, they don't it overdo it with uh, with CGI or anything like that. A lot of it looks very practical. Um, I was a little bit annoyed that Tyrese Gibson's in it. <clears throat> you know, Tyrese earned that paycheck, Gibson, but uh, <laughs> he wasn't over the top, which was good. Usually, he's he, when he's in a movie, I just roll my eyes because I'm like, oh god, what's he gonna say? Yeah, but he was he was pretty toned down in this. So was that he? Was, that was surprising. Maybe they cut a lot of the scenes or something. <laughs> I, well, he he played a apparently he has like comic ties or something like that. I don't know oh, anything about Morbius okay. other than the fact that you know he's a Spider-Man villain. Right, right. And he 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 didn't at least he didn't have those little you know puckering anus <laughs> suckers on his hand like he did in the cartoon. <laughs> exactly. So we can hope yeah, for the he sequel. Pretty much started out as a he started out as a villain, but then sort of became this anti-hero type yeah. character in the nineties. Yeah, um, very like you know, kind of similar to Venom, but he never carried like Venom's popularity. So yeah, um, so yeah, I, I thought it was good. Um, I'm hoping that they, I don't know, I, I'm hoping they stick with it this time and like building up the the characters and maybe work towards like a Sinister Six thing or something like that. Um, sure. The next one that Sony is doing is going to be Craven the Hunter. Right. So Which uh, we'll see. stars, um, what's his face, who played Quicksilver from... Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yeah, and Kick-Ass. Yeah. Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Is, is he playing Craven? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Very cool. Uh, well, is Craven a villain he, or is he another anti-hero? Oh, he's he's no, he's he's villain. straight up villain. Yeah. You think they'll actually go for it, or they'll try to? You know, I feel like I don't, you know. I don't know how they're gonna do that without including Spider-Man. Like, I don't know how a, a standalone Craven movie is gonna work, but yeah, I don't we'll know see. either. Um, unless, I mean, maybe he's hunting another animal-inspired character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be that. Instead of Spider Man, maybe he's hunting, like, I don't know, the kangaroo or something. <laughs> <laughs> kangaroo Jack? Yeah. Well, I mean, they could, depending on how they do it, I mean, they can, uh, I think they've cast, I don't know if they've cast it for the role or not, but they do have uh, Chameleon in the movie as well. Oh, okay. Wow. So they might, like, go back and explore, like, his family and, like, early life and stuff like that. But Yeah. I... I feel like these villain films, like they're, well, they're anti-hero, I guess, but you know, do you think they'll ever go full villain? Uh, kind of like Freddy Krueger, you know, how you rooted for the villain. It's like, they're afraid that you won't go along for the ride. If the, these people are bad, you know, like you have to make them an anti-hero. Right. It seems and they've done that in the comics, I believe too. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Sugar-coated. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I the last, the last movie that I remember seeing, which where I was rooting for the villain the entire time, was Law Abiding Citizen with uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh and, my god, uh, I Butler, love that movie. Where that was, I oh yeah, Butler to win in the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was so pissed. I mean, like, I it's a great movie, but right, I was like, I rooted for the villain the entire movie. Right, because you get it. So yeah. It is possible. It is possible to do it if they if they can do it right. Right, if they can make him a sympathetic villain. It yeah. can be done. Right. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the way to do it. You know, the comic properties just seem to shy away from totally going into villain territory, you know. It's like, oh he he cares. <laughs> so yeah. Um 
Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I will check Morbius out. I do want to see it in the theater, but I might wait. I'm not 100%. Um, but yeah. yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Uh, Paramount Plus, Halo. Uh, I think Steve and I are the only ones that have seen Halo. Or Steve, have you seen Halo? Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, it was um, All I have to say about it is there's there's a lot. If you're a fan of the games, there's a lot of callbacks in there that you're going to recognize and enjoy. But I was honestly a little shocked. Not I was not dismayed or turned off by it, but the violence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, it is and, violent. You know, I, I say that, you know, knowing that it's a movie about a first-person shooter you know, <laughs> or a show about a first-person shooter, but yeah. it was uh, way more violent than I thought it would be. Yeah. Is it a uh, is it a, a live action or is it uh, animated? Nope, it's live action, and the creature effects are actually done very well. Excellent. Yeah, it, it's um, it looks expensive, let's say. I don't know a lot about the Halo franchise. Uh, I played the game. But never like campaign. It was just kind of like death matches or whatever against my brother-in-law, and I whooped his ass every time. Just saying. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I don't know a lot about the the franchise. But I think if you give me like a Doom series, then I'll be all about that. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, or Wolfenstein. Um, <clears throat> oh, Wolfenstein would be badass. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, it's a show that can stand on its own. Like, if you don't really have much involvement with the game, I think um, it, you may you may like the changes they've made. Um, yeah, it's kind of one of those. If you're big big in the games, you're not going to like some of the choices. I, I like it so far. Uh, there's three episodes out currently. I'm almost done with episode two. I don't know too much about the world. Um, just kind of like in Jonah's boat, I've just played the the verse trials, and those are always fun. Um, but it mm-hmm. it's breathtakingly beautiful the the show so far like the effects and it looks pretty um yeah everything looks top notch moon knight this is a disney plus marvel show i don't know much about moon knight i think most of you here do start with your thoughts on the show so far if you haven't seen it obviously we'll do non spoilers so um i don't know much about moon knight other than thinking that he had a really badass costume when I was, or, you know, a badass outfit when I was a kid. So I never really like read any of his comics or anything. Yeah. But, same. Um, man, this is for a, this, for a Disney plus series, this has gone completely above and beyond my ex- expectations. Like with the first, at least with the first two episodes anyway, it's not like that plodding along, like, Oh my God, get to the point kind of thing. They do right. with Hawkeye. Yeah. It's, uh, they actually kind of suck you in with it. Like, right from the beginning and i think it's uh they're going in a totally different direction from like who's going to be the next avenger kind of thing this is he's kind of a guy that can like stand on his own and it's i think that's what's really important about it yeah it's it's definitely yeah it's breaking the pattern you could say like it's kind of up there with wandavision i i still think wandavision's like the best they've they've done but it's also more you know more serious, I guess you could say, in a way, than uh, WandaVision was. Uh, Steve, did I you... Think, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I think from the fact that they can take a character who, for a long time, was largely considered just a Batman knockoff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really take what made him interesting in the comics and bring that to the screen, uh, is very cool to see. Uh, even down to, like, the costume designs, the 
you know, the kind of the, the mental illness or the, uh, the personality disorder. Yeah. It, it's really well done. And I think that, uh, Oscar Isaacs is just killing it with his performances. He's oh, awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And Ethan Hawke, uh, I guess Oscar Isaacs talked Ethan Hawke into doing it in a, in a way. And yeah, it's very intriguing. Um, yeah. That first scene in the first episode, I, I won't spoil it, but it involves Ethan Hawke and it's pretty like, whoa, what the hell's going on? I always, I always forget how creepy Ethan Hawke can be. When <laughs> yeah, he yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like in Explorers, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I was really, I was happy that they included the Egyptian mythology pieces and stuff because I, uh, mm-hmm. that was, that was one thing I was kind of worried about. I'm like, they probably won't include that because they'll just try to dumb it down just like Marvel does. <laughs> and, right. yeah. it, but they didn't, man. They've, they've really started this one off right. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it's actually one season, right? It's a limited series, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, yeah. the best best way to do it. Uh, I'm not sure. Do any of you know how many episodes we have left? We're on three, right? Or I'm sorry, two. We're on episode two. Yeah, three will be premiering this week. Um, I would assume if it follows the typical Disney Plus formula, maybe six. But I have, I don't know that I've heard one way. That or sounds right. I think. I thought it was six as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm digging it so far. I think it looks great, and um, they're definitely. Going to all that mythology, which is really impressive, I think. You know, it's not your typical, like, all right, like Steve was saying, we'll just skip this crap to dumb it down and move on. But, yeah, the performances are great and very excited to see more. So, yeah, um, thumbs up for all those, everyone. Check them out. Um, Yeah, that's all we have for this week. Um, Real quick, let's plug everything uh, we have, and then we'll, we'll sign out. So, uh, you want to start first, uh, Bill? Sure. Steve, you want to help him um, out, maybe? <laughs> 515 Gaming. There we go. Uh, <laughs> get goosebumps every time I hear it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 515 Gaming uh, on YouTube. Also, can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 515 Gaming. I kind of was toying around with doing a series on outlast two. Um, I think it's, I don't know. There's some really disturbing crap in that game. And I don't think I really want that on my, want my channel to be associated with something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, next one, I'll probably be, I'll probably be doing some more horror stuff, but, uh, cool. yeah, maybe nice. looking at doing some live streams and things like that in the future. But for right now, I'm just kind of taking it easy with it. Excellent. Yeah, Jonah? We're still like recording some stuff for Choice for All Ages on YouTube and we got to get we got to get some stuff posted up. I want to start doing some different types of, of things with my son. Like I had an idea where uh, we're going to do like a challenge to see who can transform a transformer fastest <laughs> cool. without using instructions. Oh nice. Uh, things like that. And so I've got to dig into that stuff and then he he recently got a new airsoft pistol that he wants to review and so we're gonna we're gonna uh tackle that as well so very cool so still some more stuff to come steve yeah steve's comicblog.com i am currently waiting to publish one that i've had written for two months i'm just waiting to get canceled after i do it so i'm kind (laughs) of kind of nervous on publishing it but uh, i'm working on another one right now and it's called the uh, destruction of dc comics Ooh. 
They'll love that, so, right? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a lifelong DC fan, and, and writing it has not been very fun. But uh, I bet, yeah. It's all my opinion. Sure, of course. I'm excited to check that out. Definitely, definitely. Everyone check those those out, and also check out Field of Geeks. We're on every platform you can think of for listening and uh, watching. We have some videos out there, uh, YouTube, and of course, fieldofgeeks.com. Guys, this was fun. Uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Jonah. I'm Steve. And I'm Bill. 